The Self Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's not a cows a casting futon. Okay. It was in the film. <laughs> Get you. It definitely okay. was in the film. No, no, no. So how would you even do that? Like you invite you somebody you over. Do it. Nah. You invite somebody over and you're like, yo, um, so it's nice to meet you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to let you know that I hope you're comfortable on this couch that can also convert into a bed. Um, so what kind of work have you done in the past? And then, I don't know, what did she say? Like, I've been, I was in the the Geico commercial. No, she says, let me show you what kind of work I've been into. <laughs> and then stupid. you fold it into the bed. That's not how anything works. Yes, it does. Nothing works like that. If it's Tinder, yo. Yeah. Yo, so... True story, like, I've never seen an entire video play out on a casting couch. Why? Because it takes, like, 20 minutes. And, like, whoever's in the... Very rarely is somebody in the casting couch video, like, the person who has done movies before. So, it's literally their first time acting. Like, even if it's a movie within a movie. So, like, I'm not going to watch for 20 minutes while, like, this skinny Hispanic chick from the Valley... Not... Our valley, like California, like San Fernando Valley, while she figures out what the director's trying to say, I feel like, <laughs> like, like what he's actually, what he's actually asking her to do, like, so are you, are you comfortable doing scenes with other adults for adults? And then what does she say? Uh-huh. Nigga, you watch the video. What does she say? I don't fucking know either. That's the thing. I was like, she started talking. I jumped to like minute five and then she's kind of standing up. Then I jumped to minute seven and then like, like one shoes off and you jumped to minute 23. And that's when shit gets real. And she got a splinter on her back from that nasty ass desk. This is South Congress podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is South Congress podcast episode 40. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. (sighs) Peanut. Mm -hmm. Here we are, man. Yeah. Um, one of us has, has a rich girlfriend, so now we can do this show on furniture. Nice. That like is respectable. Not the same sectional couch I had for like ten years. Hey, that was a nice. That was a nice couch, though. I mean, it was a couch. Yeah. It was I nice. don't know how nice it was. Um, it felt good. I, <sighs> crazy week, man. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, like first thing I gotta say, just rest in peace to a lot of people, man. Um. You got the shooting in Pittsburgh. True. Um, you have the two police officers slain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to like leave anybody's situation out, but it's been like, it's just a crazy time. Like, Because people are going fucking nuts. Because racists are going nuts. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to trivialize anybody's problems, but I want to be very specific to what's going on. Crazy white folks are doing crazy white folks shit. And it's fucking everything up. It is. It is. And like, like to be <clears throat> sincere... Regardless of how you feel about politics, right? Yeah. If, like, Peanut, me and you come up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you got a problem with somebody, like some dude. But it's not, like, real beef. It's just, like, I just don't really get along with him. Yeah. And every day, I'm telling you what a piece of shit he is. Every day, I'm telling you he's garbage, right? Eventually, if you already didn't like him, I'm going to sway your opinion. And make you feel a strong way about him. I feel like our president is really out here talking shit about people and inciting people to react 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If the oh, yeah, person, no, if the most doing. powerful person in the world is telling you that somebody else is pussy and you already felt that way, you're going to react to it. Yeah. You know definitely. what I'm saying? If you're the type of person who already has like uh, a predisposition to people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to mm-hmm. react. And I feel like that's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like we got my man out here in the in the dirty Ninja Turtle van uh, with the Trump stickers all over it, sending bombs <laughs> to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, you, I like how people try to point that out as like a hoax. They're like, oh, it's just something that the libs are trying to push. No, that's that's bullshit. No, it's no, not about libs. Stupid. It's not about Republicans and Democrats. Anybody? It's about fucking I'm- racist. It's about racists being emboldened by somebody who's telling them what they're doing is not wrong. Yeah, and the, the worst part is he's not taking responsible for it, any responsibility for it. He's just kind of like, oh, well, you know, this ain't my fault. You know, it's more on the media's fault. What? 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 I'm not the person who's... I couldn't tell you everybody's politics. I couldn't tell you every policy. Yeah. But what I can tell you is integrity means a lot to me. Like, the chief reason that I don't get down with Ted Cruz is because Ted Cruz let another man call his wife ugly. He -hmm. let somebody say his father was helped to kill JFK. Helped to kill a sitting president, yeah. And then went to work for him and never checked that man on that. Like, I don't respect that. I think the worst part was was the way he shaked his hand and bowed down and was like, really? Like, really? Yeah, And and I'm not even like, I understand getting along. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do for me and my people, but... That doesn't mean demeaning yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he don't care. He he's he sold himself out and he's pussy. Yeah, he you know he's he is pussy. and anybody who backs him is pussy and he's, too. He's built like yeah. flabber from Big Bad Beetleborgs. God damn! I'll put a, <laughs> I got to start working graphics into these videos. So people know who I'm talking about. Yeah, might as um, well. But yeah, he's pussy. Oh yeah. Um, but then like Trump, like yo, own your words. If if I say something to get somebody in trouble, I'm gonna own that. And he's like, yo. It's the it's the media's fault that people are reacting to the media. You the one that said it was okay to body slam the media. And even if you didn't say it was okay, you encouraged somebody who did it. You said you liked the way they got down when they did it. Do you really think that um people people that have an upbringing like similar to Trump, mm-hmm. do you really think they've ever taken any kind of responsibility for any wrongdoings in their life? Very rarely. No. Cuz cuz they, they never asked to. Yeah, I'm saying he, and he's not he's not ever going to like he could it's like you said he could go in the middle of Times Square shoot somebody and he'd still get voted because again like like he's he's people like him are the kind of people that they're the ones that they're going to do all, all this wrong shit but they're never going to take any kind of responsibility for anything that's happening because they feel like they're above the law because you know, of a certain certain circumstances whether they're born into money or power or mm-hmm. you know whoever uh, their parents knew, and so they don't have to do anything. It, it's kind of like it's like the, those uh, those kids in in like school that are entitled that they they do shit, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I'm just gonna go tell my mom, and you know, do you know who my mom is? Kind of shit. Like it, it's like that. I hate about it though. What's up? The worst part is like we know we recognize that, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people who aspire to be like that. No, I would never want to be like well, that. What I'm saying yeah. is, there's a lot of people who aspire to be like that. That's why they're okay with him reacting like that. Because they think that's a symbol of success. Well, being and, so rich, like you don't have to take responsibility for the shit you do. Yeah, and you know, which is it's really that's really stupid of people to do that. But it's also kind of like that uh, the situation on the airplane where that guy literally he groped a woman by her vagina, and his statement in his words were, "Well, the president said it was okay to do it, so this is why I did it." That was his actual statement when they asked him, like, <sighs> you know, what's your problem? He said, "The president said it, so fuck it, why not?" 
That's what we have going on in this in this country right now. Okay, but fuck all that. Yeah. Guess what? What's up? I got water again, son. There you go. <laughs> We've been using. Okay, look. So still no irrigation. You can't pressure wash your house or your car. People be pressure washing their house. Yeah, to get all the mold and stuff off. People be shooting, shooting they. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. That looks nasty. Yeah. I'm not drinking that. But basically, um, if you've been living under a rock, or if you live in Round Rock, like how I flipped that. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, um, we had like a boil water restriction in Austin. People was using too much water. Like, they showing somebody right now on the TV, it's raining outside, but they washing their car. That's not cool. It's stupid. And, like, at my apartments, I'm looking outside right now, it'll rain and they'll still turn the sprinklers on. Basically, it's on timers. We probably. were using, on average, each Austin resident was using an extra fifteen gallons of water than they were supposed to. That's a fifteen gallons is a wild amount. That is like, but then I think about it. How many gallons of water do you use when you take a shower? Uh, some people probably use at least five to ten easily. Shit, think about letting that shower run. Out on and average, like filling but- it up. Like, if you use like three gallons, you're nasty. I feel like you only clean like one elbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's get to the shits, man. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first episodes where I made the cover art like a day before we did the show. Yeah. Because Megan Kelly been fucking up. Oh, yeah. No, she, yeah, she definitely fucked that shit up for herself. Based on Instagram and Snapchat, these girls was out here in their Halloween costumes. And we salute you here at South Congress because y'all were nasty this year. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but now, nah, like all the Halloween parties and stuff was this weekend, right? Yeah. So Megan Kelly was on, was she on Good Morning America? I don't know. She's on one of the white shows I don't watch because I'd be at work. So I think it was basically, that one, yeah. she, her and a panel of other white people were trying to figure out what was wrong with wearing blackface. Do you see the first uh, the first thing wrong with that picture? <laughs> that, that was my biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, if if it's a problem about blackface, whoever, whoever set that up first, yeah. that set up that little round table of them discuss it. They need to have their they and need to have their job. And here's how you know they know what they're doing is wrong. And it couldn't have been Good, Man, Good Morning America because it was on NBC, and Good Morning America's ABC. I don't know. Well, Stash will correct us. He's white and he watches TV during the day. Yeah. There but you anyway. Go. Um, basically, y'all got four white people together to talk about how blackface was right or wrong, and then when you had to do the apology, then you turn to black people so they could talk about it. Al Roker is sick of these white people, boy. He really gonna turn into Big Al from that uh, Dave Chappelle skit one day. I'm Big Al. Y'all niggas been wilding out. It's about to be some bullshit. Free my niggas. I do that voice really well for no reason. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to be a fat guy, so maybe that's where it comes from. Hey, hey, hey. Stop it. It's Cameron. Why would... I'm so upset. All right, so listen. Um, but basically, she got on there. She was like, yo, when I was a kid, it was okay to do blackface. She was born in 1970. When she was a kid, it was not okay to do blackface. No, it was not. MLK was dead and gone, and so was Malcolm X. This shit was not okay. <laughs> no, not even when Al Jolson did it, was it even remotely okay? Yeah. It, it was accepted because of the time period, but like, still seriously, wasn't okay. Like, it's not because, and the thing is, uh, the next day she was like, I'm sorry, I understand the rich history of racism. It's like, no, if you understood the shit, you wouldn't have done it. You just didn't give a fuck. Like, you might have really known that from the history books, but you didn't care. And she used to work for, was it Fox before? Fox News. Well, there Shocker. you go. But Shocker. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, why do these big companies still 
continue to hire people from Fox News. It's kind of like when they had Rush Limbaugh on ESPN. What did they think was going to happen? Yeah. I mean, they, what, what do you think is going to happen with somebody they like think, that? They think that they can bring in a different audience without that audience's ideals being reflected. No, it, and it's it, like no, it's, racists, racists are eventually going to out themselves. Yeah, they always do it. I mean, you can take somebody out of Fox News, but you can't take the Fox News out of the person. The most common thing on Twitter, I'm like, y'all tell on yourselves every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you just just wait. Let somebody alone long enough, and they'll eventually expose who they are. Kind of like with your, um, and I'm going to finally get, get to it now because we didn't get to talk too much about it, but your Uh-oh. tweet. Okay. The one that had about like 30 or 40,000 likes and so many 30, 40,000 retweets Uh-oh. about the uh, the ages where it's like, hey, if you're 30 and you're 18, you're dating, like Whoa, legally, that's okay. the weirdos. Yes. Yeah. So many people out of themselves. Yeah. I never said it was illegal. I never said yeah. it was immoral. I said you're a weirdo. Yeah. And people were so upset at being called I was weird. Just, I was more surprised that so many more women were down with it. And not even in a, and I know some people probably think like, well, of course, like sugar daddy. No, it's like, no, not even just, in a sugar daddy yeah. stance, like in a, oh no, like mm. we're in a relationship. I think the one that kind of fucked me up the most was the one that where she was like, when I was 15 and my boyfriend was 30, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> wait. And it's just kind of like, it's that thing where I'm not saying specifically that anybody was out to get like, I am saying it, but I'm not saying yeah. it. Cause I think if you're 30 dating somebody 15, you're gross oh yeah uh, no, you definitely need to be locked up i'm not saying i know every instance of everybody's life you yeah. feel me mm-hmm. but this is the thing i'm 32 if we had somebody in our circle who wanted to date like an 18 year old girl we would talk about him so bad and we wouldn't kick it with him we're like dog what are you doing like you're gross i think men with a strong men in, in a strong brotherhood yeah, men with a strong circle of friends would never date a girl that young. No, because your friends understand like that there's something wrong with that because that's not the circle y'all move in. And if you're in a group of friends where it's like ten of y'all, fifteen of y'all, and y'all all date girls who are fifteen years younger than y'all, y'all are gross and nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> and, nobody, and nobody actually wants to be your friend. You no, weirdo. Probably not. It's been a week, man. What's been going on with you? Nah, just same old, same old. Uh, like, so we had a game Friday, play Lake Travis. Yeah, fast forward through all that. And uh, <laughs> we, 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 have, we have the off week this uh, upcoming week, so that's mm-hmm. good. We have the bye week, and then uh, we finish season the week after on the 9th, uh, the, day before, the day before my birthday at home. So uh, we'll see what happens from there. So we did the show Saturday, right? Yeah. Um, that was like Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, and last then, week, yeah. Um, yeah, so we... Did the thing Saturday night, keep with my brother. Um, Sunday, we did a brunch thing. It was cool. Um, now, my week's been interesting. Um, so, yesterday, I filmed my scenes for The Bards. Uh, the Bards is... It's a modern take on Shakespeare. It's done by my friend Nicolette. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the... Uh, the writer of and star of Neck of the Uber Driver. The, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the web series I was yeah. in. Um, and she asked me to come and be a part of this. So back in, what was it? Probably back in like March, April is when we uh, kind of did our first talk about it. Okay. And like she gave me like a sonnet to read. And originally it was a guy who was like actually real deal seeing a an escort. Right. 
and but he's he's married or has a girl, but he's like in a relationship with an escort, but he has to break it off. And so we came in for the first reading, and I take Faye with me because I, I tell Faye from the beginning, I'm like, yo, um, and Nicolette wants me to be part of this thing. I know in the first series that I was uh, like I was a guy on a date. Like it's literally called guy on a date, right? Yeah. But what you see is the lead up to the date. And then you see me in a conversation with the girl that I meet. Um, but it's like a conversation. It's like holding hands. You know, it's real like kid glove stuff, right? Okay. This is not. Shakespeare is different. Like Shakespeare is about love and hate and fucking people, you know. Um, that's what it's about. Pretty much love and hate and fucking people. And then there's like. I can get down with that. Yeah. There's like, you know, dead people and then your uncle fucks your mother and then, you know. What is this, a Quan Mills story type shit? Or? Look at that's Hamlet. It's not Quan Mills. <laughs> so, <laughs> or, or Lion King, depending on. It's a long story. Yeah. So, but no, Shakespeare's more mature. Like, Shakespeare's, like, real deal, like, physical relationship stuff. So, I tell Faye from the jump. I'm like, yo, like, she wants me to do this, and I want to do it, but I want you to know, like, it's, there's going to be physicality to it. Like, there's going to be. Uh, Penetration. Not pen, <laughs> but it's not. I mean, it's not like erotic. That's not the right yeah. word. But it's, it's like definitely. Soft. It's not. It's not softcore porn. Peanut. Yes, it is. But it's. I mean, it's. It's physical. It's emotional. Porn. It's. Um. It's sensual. Like it is. So. The title of it does sound like a comedy, though. No lie. The sonnets. No. Or the, the bards. The, no. Yeah, that's not like a comedy. No, but it's like the. He was the fucking bard of Avon. That's what they called him. So it's the bards. I know, but it just, it just sounds like a comedy. If you think about it. You are so. I don't give a shit. You're the worst. And I have such a low budget friend. So listen. So I take Faye with me to the first rehearsal, right? Yeah. And. Nicolette is like, she's like, that's so sweet. Like, you bringing your girl to the rehearsal and you want to be, I'm like, I just don't want to die. <laughs> it's not about being sweet. So, yeah, yeah, sure. I just don't yeah. want to smoke. Um, but the first rehearsal, so the girl who was playing the escort, it was mm-hmm. white chick, right? Yeah. And she was, she was a nice girl. Um, and we had to like act out some scenes. And I think Faye came in for one of them, but she'd stay outside for the rest of them. But it never was like a physical thing. You know what I'm saying? So, she ends up dropping out. Uh, for whatever reason mm-hmm. and it gets rewritten a little bit and i didn't meet who was playing my wife or my girl at first um because she wasn't there i think they might have changed the actresses for the oh. first one okay um but then uh in july i think i met jade who was my girlfriend in now um i met her and we uh we did like a rehearsal like a two three hour rehearsal at a library and it was really us just like finding uh, kind of a resonance, kind of a balance as like people occupying the same space. So we like spent like an hour making a handshake. But it was cool. It was cool. We just talked for a while. And, um, you know, she's young. Like I'm 32. She's 20. Um, so to, and we'll talk about how we had to adjust for that here in a second. But it was kind of like, okay. But again, I'm like, I told Faye, like, this is going to be like a thing. So we go uh, to shoot yesterday, right? Um, to put a timestamp on our show. We go to shoot yesterday and we go to this house out in Buda. Anybody in Austin will know Buda's a suburb uh, south of Austin between Austin and San Marcos. Somewhere out there with Peanut lives by Kyle. You know. I live about like five minutes from Buda. Yeah. So it's like they got like an Airbnb to shoot. 
Yeah. Um, and I, it took me a while to figure out it was an Airbnb. I was like, damn, we just pulled up on somebody's house. I know y'all don't live out here. Y'all black. But damn. <laughs> we, um, but it was cool. Like the way that Airbnb was set up, they had signs everywhere, like told you what the Wi Fi was and how to use the toilet, that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, this is dope. So, um, there's much different the toilet. Ways. Is there other ways to use the toilet? I mean, just it was a cool handle. Um, oh, but Excuse and they had that me. sink, they had that big bowl sink that's like on top of the sink, but it's like the, the water, run. it was cool. Um, hmm. yeah, white folks undefeated. Wow, when it comes to like structure. You know, not infrastructure. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So listen. True. So we get there, and she gets there a little bit after me. And it's the way they have the house set up. Mm-hmm. There's the room that's supposed to be our room, like our bedroom, right? Okay. Um, that's at the end of the hall. Uh, on the other side of the hall is like where we change, right? And then. In the front is where they were setting up all the cameras and the lights and stuff. And we kind of operated out of all those rooms. But the rooms in the back are like all rooms. So I'm in there. I'll tell her, I'm like, look, you and I are cool. We had a good conversation. We had a great rehearsal. I want to make sure that you're comfortable with everything. So let me know. Like if it gets to a point where we have some direction and you feel like it's too much. And tell me, then we'll just we'll stop right there. Like I'm not, I'm not so invested in this. Like I'm not so driven in this that I'm going to push a scene. You just let me know, like what's cool and what's not cool. She was like, I'm good with everything. It's whatever. I was like, okay. <laughs> so there you go, penetration. Is, no, which is there's no penetration. There should be. So there should not be penetration. Sure, there should be. So <laughs> it's 2018. That doesn't mean anything. Might as well so, put it in there. No, so it was cool. Um, so she, the first half of the day was all her shooting her scenes, and she reads like this great sonnet, and like it's her being frustrated with me because my black ass won't come home on time. Um, hmm. And so I'm like, sounds familiar. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, just in the back room. I'm like getting ready. I'm, I'm getting geared up. I'm learning my lines. Um, oh, shit. So they shoot her the first half of the day. The second half of the day, I um, it's my turn, right? And so the first thing they shoot is me outside of the room begging her to let me in the room. I'm Damn. On the door. Now, one thing they did do that I thought was cool, and it's weird because like we're probably going to come back and I'm going to have like Nicolette do like a whole behind the scenes like actual show with us mm-hmm. to talk about it. But one thing they had me do, I thought at first... That I was gonna be like trying to force the door open. They were like, yo, we do not want anybody to think he's beating her ass. <laughs> so it wasn't like me forcing the door. I tried to do her, and the rest of it is me like trying to talk through the door and like lean it up against the wall, wondering why she's so mad, wondering how I can fix it. You know. Shit, what do you buy from La Bamba? Goddamn. Basically, because yeah, that's what, what it, it seems is. like. Wow. Because no, how it's set up is yeah. like her and I move to this town together. She doesn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, start. We started new careers, and my black ass out there acting out. But she can't do nothing because all she know there is me. So I'm taking advantage of the situation. You feel me? Like I'm like, yo, yo, okay. How much actual acting from you is wow. actually happening? How much wow. actual acting is going into this? Wow. <laughs> wow. Francis deserved better. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. 
Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. So, no, no, so listen. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So this is what happens. So I told you they had two... I told you beforehand... There were two ladies who were, um, one's on sound. Okay. The other worked on the Netflix series, uh, House on Haunted Hill, like the new series they have. Uh-huh. So like they, got, they got a little clout. They're cool. They're cool kids. So one of them's holding the boom mic when I'm doing the scene in front of the door. And Nicolette basically tells me, because it's, it's our, like the B-roll. So she's like, I want you to plead with her to let you win. And I want you to have a conversation with her about how what you did isn't that serious. My black ass <laughs> got up to that door, Peanut, and was like, yo. And was like, yo, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, we've been through this before. I don't understand why you get mad right now. I really this think this role new. was written just for you. Dog. No, because here's the funny There's no part. acting required in this on your behalf. Part. Yo, when they cut the camera, yeah. Charlie was like, oh, so you a dog, dog. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Cam's a dog. He's a dog. He's a motherfucking dog. I was dog. like, no. <laughs> she was like, oh, you a dog, dog. She was like, they came really easy. I yes. was like, <laughs> There is no acting going what? on your behalf. Like, this role you're was either, written for you. You're either going to think she's the best writer ever, or I'm an amazing improv artist because, man, and that shit just came out. And that, can they don't. If y'all want to see where he gets inspiration from, meet us out at Kung Fu on Fridays and Saturdays wow. at the Domain. You'll see our dogwood. Wow. wow. But it was, it was yeah. It was or Sunday like, brunch. They were like, yeah, that, that came out very naturally. I was yeah. Like, I, I was like, I, I know some stories. Oh, yeah, just a couple. I was like, Peanut be acting. Yeah. I told him, I definitely bl- blame the group chat. I was like, oh, my friends are nasty, and I'm just, I'm just drawing from what they do. Wow. I swear, I swear. On We did a scene in the backyard where I'm basically telling her how... Like, this is a house that we bought together, and all the things I'm thinking of building, you know. You ain't building shit. Well, no, no, no. You know, like, telling, you know, telling her what she wants to hear when I really have maybe other plans. You know what I wore when I did that? What'd you wear? I wore a long sleeve dry fit, representing um, an athletic program, Mm -hmm. and I wore some shorts, and I wore some shoes, a.k.a. the Coach Mace special. I was channeling my Coach Mace. I was like, let me let me sell this dream real quick. <laughs> I sold this shit out that dream. When all these articles of clothing are combined, I <laughs> am Ivo Mason. Wow. So okay. <laughs> so no. So this is what I want to get to. So the whole time, like it's her shooting by herself, and then it's me shooting by myself. And at the end of the day is when we finally start shooting together. Yeah. So the first scene we shoot together is like outside. Um, and it took us in the backyard, like, you know, throwing leaves at each other and like hugging and being sensual. And what is this? A Hallmark sunset. film? What is this? You, what do you, for first, so, okay. So first it's funny cause it's a porno. Then it's funny cause it's Hallmark. It's yeah. Just, it's just real emotion. You bitch. I hate you. It's real Look emotion. At you. <laughs> Look My at you. ass. Okay. Okay. 
So we do that. And then we shoot this thing in the front where, and it was really cool because it was kind of improv where basically it wants to show us like living like a couple in the front of the house. Mm -hmm. So I imagine this thing where we're jogging, but we race to the front and then she beats me and I'm out of breath, but I have to give her push-ups on the front porch while she's like, like, she's like, you know, big, like, you know. Golf clap. Push-ups, a.k.a. kush-ups. Wow. No. <laughs> so, um, so like, it's push-ups, and then, like, we do, like, our handshake, but I do it half-assed because I'm mad because I lost. So, you know, like, how a real, actual, real-life cute couple would be? Like, how I imagine... This is a whole different conversation, but it's weird playing, like... Cause, no, because I think real couples got shit like bills, and they hate each other's parents. Like, that's, um, It really depends on the parents, really. Well... When I, when I say bills and hate each other's parents, I just mean like you get far enough into it and it's really, it's more, pro- if you took a snapshot, it will be more of people being still and being regular than people being happy. Yeah. Because okay. happy's weird. Yeah. Um, but hmm. what I mean by it is like we did that with the montage. Like we did like our handshake. I did it half ass because I was mad because I lost. And then we shot this thing where like we're both in like our alma mater gear and we're like watching games and stuff like it was really cool so that's all like you know the nice stuff and then let's get to the nitty-gritty and then nicolette's like okay put on your pajamas you're going to bed like, okay so i'll put on my pajamas what are my pajamas you were shirtless that's all i remember that one film this is definitely shirtless um because why would i wear a shirt bit that definitely looked like a straight to DVD porno or something <laughs> like that. Because you're nasty. This bitch so no, got roached in her crib. I put the on the live action film. I put on Shout the, the gray sweats. Hi, Quan Mills. I put on the gray sweats. And uh, yeah, I got in the bed. And, you know, she she wrapped her hair because, you know. Mm-hmm. First of all, shout out to Weez. It's funny because they're like, oh gosh, you, <laughs> you're with a black girl on camera. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that might be the only time yeah. you see Cam with a black girl, too. That's, wow. Hey. <laughs> Guys, I just want to say you can only date one person at one time. And if you're dating one person and they happen to not be a certain thing, then that's just who you're dating at the time. So anyway, excuses, Peanut, excuses, excuses. shut up. So no, like we're like in the bed and like I, I was like, yo, this is just like when Kelly and Jefferson were in Married with Children doing a coffee commercial. Nobody got the joke. And I'm looking were around. They young? No, they younger? They they're just all like my it. age. I'm begging somebody to get the joke. And everybody's like, we're not paying attention to you. Yeah. But no, so there's, you know. That was a great show, though. There's, it was a great show. Yeah, it was. So there's, yeah, there's a scene in bed. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's in bed. Um, and then there's a scene in the kitchen. It's in the kitchen. Um, oh, I saw that one, too. There's a scene on a tree. Didn't it's, see that one. It's, it's pretty dope. I bet it is. It's pretty dope. Um, but no, it was. It got to the point where, where like we we're, were filming, and then the clip, like her literal direction is, okay, give them what they want. And I was like, <laughs> I just hear that like out my ear, and I'm like, okay, here it goes. So yeah, um, I don't know if this is the type of thing where we're gonna have like a viewing party. Yes, we should. I don't know. No, we should. I think. Somebody might have to watch it first. No. And then decide. No. it's a view- You well, want the live hell, reaction because you think this shit will be funny. No, no, no. I, don't, I, I just want to watch about, it. I so I don't care about your joy. I can just be, <laughs> you know, just the next somebody. I'm like, I'm really inspired by this. Hey, great film. It's wow. great work. 
please don't don't try any of no. the moves that I think. <laughs> no, no, and I know the, the the crazy part is like I'm I'm doing it. I'm not that person. And what I mean by Clearly. that is like shut up. But I'm I'm not like I'm not a romantic. I, I'm well, not yeah. like naturally like yeah. I can't. The stuff that I that came to my head to do are not things that come to my head in real life to do. Because, ew, mm-hmm. it's icky. I don't know. I don't know. But go to Kung Fu and throw him some pussy and it's a different story. I'm what? Just <laughs> my God. <laughs> but, but no, but you know what I think, though? I think that, like, responding to attention mm-hmm. is, is one thing. Like, anybody can peacock. Like, you can, you know, prim and you can... Uh, walk and you can pose like anybody can do that but i mean the actual factual like okay i'm here next to a person who i need to express emotion to and longing to and desire to Mm -mm, that's weird let's just let's split these bills and yeah and sometimes i want to be the little spoon that's I, 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 you know, let me ask you is that a weird thing when I just said like when the cameras come on I know I have an idea yeah I know the approximation of what it means to be romantic okay and what it means to be sensual I get that mm-hmm. I don't you don't do in real life it's weird it's always been weird well no well, I think because well, I think it's corny that's the thing I think it's genuinely corny and I think people can see through it. And I think when you do that, I, I just think it comes off as forced. I, it comes off like somebody is literally saying, like they said, the Bards 6C take six. And somebody snaps that damn thing and then the camera starts rolling. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I hear people, like my friend was telling me, she's like, no, like that's that's cool. Like how the, the, the scene you're doing, and that's what every girl wants. I don't what the fuck. Why? Because they be watching Hallmark. That's why. That's Hallmark's fault. <laughs> Hallmark is trash. Yes, it is. Because I, yeah, but but no. Um, but I mean, I mean that kind of romance. It, it does. It does uh, exist in real life, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's some people that they want a romance like that. Does everybody have to meet it, or you know, kind of thing? No. I mean, everybody's romantic in their own way. But like I said, some people like that fits them naturally. But there's some other people they're romantic in different ways. It just really depends on um, who you are as a person, I, I think, is, is best how it fits. But I think a lot of, like, or I get think what she was talking about is she wants that Hallmark, you know, type of Disney romantic type shit. Mm. That shit's fucking corny. Can I tell you who ruined romance for me? <clears throat> who? It might have been you. Why? Well, not you specifically, but people like you. And here's what I mean. Why? what I do? The guy at Ingram Park Mall, mm-hmm. who's typically Hispanic, mm-hmm. in a tall tee. Probably wearing GBX boots. I don't dress like that. Oh, it might have been you. Um, who used to walk around the mall with his girlfriend, but like his arms were around her, but they're both facing forward and they're walking. That's who ruined romance for me. What's bad is you know You're who I'm talking ma- about. Like it's not a person, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. I do, yes, I do. That's who ruined. I do. Who was just so in love with his girl with her little glued on bangs. And they used to walk around, and, but they had to like, you know, it's two of them, so they got to waddle like this when they walk. That's what ruined it. It was gross from then on. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, yeah, because even I make fun of that shit. It might be too much married with children. 
Because I genuinely believe like Al loved Peggy, but mm-hmm. just never wanted to show it. Well, yeah, clearly. I mean, Is he did. Al Bundy my TV dad? He might be. Who's Hell. your TV dad? Uh, probably Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow? Yeah. Carl Winslow's the worst TV dad ever. Why? Nigga, he was the police and allowed a street harasser to harass his daughter for like eight seasons. It happens. Maybe it's Undercover Sting. I think Uncle Phil's the one. Uncle Phil's de- is definitely the, the TV dad that we'd all want. I think, yeah, I think, I think Uncle Phil's like the one that we hold above yeah, everybody. Yeah, he showed tough love and, and you know, he would, he would hold you accountable for shit when you messed up. At the same time, he would also be there for you whenever you also messed up. You know who wasn't a good dad? Who? The dad on Step by Step. Is that Frank? Yeah. You know why he wasn't a good dad? Why? Because I think Suzanne Summers got them tubes side and he was just beating her head in. Like, he didn't really care about them kids. He was like, bitch, I know you got eight kids, but I'm not worried about none of that. I'm just trying to get to it. What's wrong with that? I mean, he's not a good TV dad. He's a great boyfriend, I suppose. He was there for the kids, you he know. Was, he treated them kids like shit. He hung out with them. Wait, who's some, was JD his son? I think so, yeah. Matter of fact, I got to get off his ass because he let Cody come around. Cody was definitely a goof. Cody was on the spectrum, dog. Yeah. You know he used to beat his wife in real life? Yeah. And yeah, he was American Ninja that. 3. And he was what? He, I think he was American Ninja 3. Oh, wow. But no, I, I knew that, yeah, that he had, yeah, he used to it's be his wife that, shit, that, yeah. that, He's literally the first person I know of that beat his wife. Yeah. Because that's I mean, when we were like, <laughs> we were we're like, like I think six? We were like in high school, I yeah. think, when that happened. Yeah, I, I remember that. He was the one that played, uh, yeah, he, he was like the kind of goofy one, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Who you like better, Cody or Waldo? Mm. Oh, as far as characters? Yeah. Oh, Waldo, definitely. <laughs> How come Waldo's, Waldo's parents didn't like him? <laughs> Yo, Waldo really needed love, and his parents was not fucking with him. That's rough. Well, neither were Steve's. Nah, Steve's parents, like, used to really bounce on him. Like, they was like, didn't they move to France? <laughs> Something like that. It was no, just like. If you're, if you're, I mean, if your son was a street harasser, you might not kick it with him either. Steve's not the dude. Uh, and Laura's gross too. Because like Laura fell in love with Stefan and then like finally got over him and was with Steve. But she might be a victim because of that too. There's a lot to unpack here that I don't necessarily want to unpack today. Mm, I don't know about all that. You had something else. Did I? Yeah. With what? You had something else you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, with The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to it. Yeah, that, that's kind of crazy. So basically, um, I guess. The Simpsons, they decided they're going to go ahead and quietly write out Apu out of the series. Uh, there was a documentary that came out, I think it was about a year or so ago, called like The Controversy with Apu. I believe that's the name of the title. You know, someone please correct me if it's wrong. Uh, and basically, it was just a documentary that kind of talks about, I guess, like the stereotypes mm. of being like Indian, owning a grocery, um, you know, like a, like a small convenience store. But he's getting written out. And, you know, there's some people that are kind of like, they're upset about it. They're mm. like, you know, you waited 20, 30 years to you know say something um and you know i i I can see that that spectrum at the same time playing devil's advocate Mm -hmm. it's not like he's seen really in a negative light he owns his own business he's Mm -hmm. successful he always gives great insight and advice on the simpsons he's he's always that one person that you know basically he can talk sense into anybody like you know he'll give every once in a while he'll give some good insight and so now they're gonna write him out and i know like there was a there's the, the guy who who wrote the documentary he was like some comedian or whatever uh-huh. not very funny but you know whatever that has nothing to do with it but 
I know basically um, they had an episode, I think it was about a year or so as well, like as a response to the documentary, mm-hmm. where uh, Marge basically, she reads a book, and I guess she realizes like, you know, when she first read it 10, 20, 30 years ago, whenever the hell it was, had some kind of fucked up shit. So she tries to eliminate mm-hmm. all the bad shit and then realizes like it takes away a lot of the, the emotion, yeah, the emotional imagery from it. It'd be like, you know, like... It, I guess in a way to to kind of understand that it would be it would be like if you were to edit and uh, censor To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. So great fucking novel. I think we can all agree it, it's it's a great novel. It had a lot of fucked up shit in it, but it's mm-hmm. great overall. Let's see if we can do the disembodied voice thing. Hey Anissa. <laughs> Anissa. Yeah? Hey, come here real quick. But just. Close enough to where you can see me. This is why the cameras are cool. Hey. As a brown person. Whose family. Owns businesses. How do you feel about a poo on the Simpsons? Yeah. You know, you know the, the character. The guy that owns poo? the quickie Mart, The Indian yeah. guy. A poo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? How do I feel about it? Yeah, well, what's yeah. your take on the character like as like if he's ra- if that's racist? That's yeah. pretty much what we're asking. Yeah. Um yes it is. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. There you that's go. really all we need. Unless yeah. you want to say more. Appreciate it. Okay. So yeah, as a person of Middle Eastern descent whose family owns things like convenience stores. Anissa says it's racist, so that's yeah, all I need to hear. That. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, I think there is a conversation to be had, but I think yeah. as because we talk about how, like, we, we did the blackface thing, like, today, and we talked yeah, about yeah, how true. it was messed up, how nobody black was in that conversation. Anissa has a bit more perspective on yeah, that as somebody who grew up in that environment. But and I hear what you're saying, but I think that. Um, yeah, it's just devil's advocate. He's kind of one of those things that. Just maybe doesn't survive the times. Yeah. I mean, Even though it's, it's funny because I don't watch The Simpsons every week. Mm-hmm. And I, I can think of a lot of times where he was just a smaller character. But I don't recall him doing things that I necessarily say were racist. But I'm also not an authority on No, I mean, it, it, was, it was definitely like stereotype stuff. I mean, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. And, you know, going back to the episode. And so I guess basically what happened was um, Lisa, I think, pulls out his picture mm-hmm. during that episode. And basically says like you know, um, is, you know, like, says something along the lines of something like, you know, things that were okay then mm. are now seen as politically incorrect. What can we do? Mm. And it just kind of ends right there. Yeah. And obviously, um, there's, there was conversations had with that, but then the creator of The Simpsons, he decided, you know what, we're just going to quietly write him out. And like his show, he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to write him out, okay, you know, that's fine. But I mean, like, it's just kind of like a devil's advocate point. Like, I definitely see the reason to write him out. And then I can definitely kind of see where some people are kind of like, you know, you waited 20, 30 years. Mm. And, but overall, I mean, hey, if that's what he wants to do, then fuck it. Let him, let him do what he wants to do. I don't write know it out. of anything that I've actually missed out on because things are PC. Like, I can't think of anything that I've lost that I wish I still had because people got smarter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't. There's probably something out there that we're losing that it's messed up that we're losing. But like just this last week, um, somebody was talking about 
uh, it was talking about blackface. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, well, when Degeneration X came out of the nation in blackface, nobody got mad. It's like, well, number one, you know, it was 1998. I was 13. I didn't know fucking racism from my dick. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. I, I wanted to know about both of them, but I just had such a <laughs> lack of information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, 32-year-old yeah. me would immediately say, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you like, you just have to grow up. And, and then you start to see things from a perspective of, how, how did this shape the world that I live in? And how am I responding to the world as a result? Like, when uh, this shit happened with Trayvon Martin, with George Zimmerman. Yeah. And I was like, this is bullshit. This dude on Facebook who I've definitely threatened to beat up because he talks too much and he might need to get beat up. Um, he was like, well, how did you feel about OJ when it happened? I said, nigga, I was seven when OJ happened. Like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't feel any way about OJ. I felt some way about fucking orange juice. I know I was tired <laughs> of my mom buying fucking Sunny D. My, my teeth were hurting. What is this? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't give a fuck about no OJ Simpson. It's just like, yeah, like if... And if you're the person who feels the same way about the world at 50 as you did about 30, maybe you should experience a bit more of the world. So, yeah. um, What else you got, man? No, I mean, I really don't have anything else. Uh, My my takeaways from this week are pretty much don't do blackface. Um, Romance is weird. You might see me fake finger banging on camera. I didn't finger bang. My hand, you could see my hands the whole time, I promise. I promise. Well, there's one. You can see my hands the whole time. I had to glance at all three cameras really quick. Stop looking at me like that. You're nasty. Um, but no, I can't wait till that they finish that. I think it's really exciting. Um, I can't wait to watch the. Uh have like a what would you say you're going to have? Like, what kind like of a watch, a viewing party? Yeah, a viewing party. Nah, Hell yeah. Gotta, they got to see that first. <laughs> Why not? They gotta you, see that first party here or whatever. Yeah, that'd be like, great. No, because just imagine, like, I don't know, it could just be weird. Invite all the hoes for that. Oh. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is something y'all will never get. Watch it. No, I'm just kidding. So rude. Oh, yeah. and elephant in the room to anybody watching this um, who, like, knows me. Yeah, I had to cut my hair. <laughs> I had to cut my hair for the role because I hadn't cut my hair for seven months and I had a head full of, like, gray hairs. It looked fucking dope. I was like, I was like fucking swole Frederick Douglass, but I wasn't abolishing shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> abolishing these hoes, nigga. That's all we was abolishing. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fucking amazing. Um, and I, my beard was all you know full and shit. But no, now I'm just oh fuck all y'all. As I look at all the cameras, why niggas? Cause what last week niggas was definitely like, "What's up, Michael Ely?" And this week niggas said, "What's up, Mario Van Peebles?" <laughs> fuck everybody, I hate you all. Um, but no, don't do blackface. Uh, the Bards is coming soon. That should be super dope. Um, Great if comedy. You're, if you're listening comedy. and you can listen on Spotify, please listen on Spotify. Yes, por favor. Um, this episode should be up on YouTube. If the episode goes up Monday on all the platforms, uh, YouTube, you can expect Tuesday because editing is a motherfucker. Um, what happened to last week's? I didn't like it. So you just got rid of it? Yeah, because after I talked to those people yesterday at the shoot, like I thought about the angles we had, the stuff we did. I just didn't like it. Um, so yeah, that one's never oh. going up. 
Maybe it will one day. I don't know. We'll give that to Craig and it's, Jeff and DeQuincy and uh, – It's now Smoke with, who those, am I with those producers Craig, and people. Jeff, DeQuincy. Who's our fourth? Is it Will? No. Uh, uh, isn't it uh, Jay? And Jay. Of course it's Jason. Shout out yeah. to Jay. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe they'll get it as bonus content. They're the only people who have those videos. Yeah, there you um, go. But yeah, South Congress Podcast, episode 40. My man, Peanut. Mm-hmm. My name is Cameron. And we're out. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress Podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.